0: This is Diving In, made by fans for the fans. Let's dive into some media. Hey folks, welcome back to Diving In. I'm here with my boy Nick. What up? I bet you remember him from our previous episode about Persona 5. And yeah, let's go ahead and just get started with the the highlights. Um think you started last time so i'll go ahead and <laughs> start us off this All time right, yeah. um i was telling you about um dj shadow's debut album i've been listening to that like crazy oh, yeah that old actually i turned it on for a little bit the the day yeah actually. so it's called um introducing e-n-d then introducing um kind of play on words there but holy crap like i don't know why i like that album so much because it's not like anything crazy by any means but maybe that's what i love about it just the simplicity and the fundamentals you know it's a
1: yeah well from what i heard it, it just i think that one thing that bugs me about when people talk about music is when they try and say that Electronic music takes no skill here; just pressing buttons. Ooh. But when you listen to an <laughs> album like that, you can see that there, there's a whole different level of like musicality that goes into making music like that. Yeah. Because you're, you're it's almost like a puzzle. You're taking to get, like, putting all these pieces of like these these different sounds together so that they make something cohesive. And for someone to make an entire record like that, it's, it's that blows my mind. I couldn't do that. As someone that plays music, I, I couldn't do that. Like that's crazy. Well, back in you know '96 too. So I mean, he's a I mean, it's his
0: debut album, number one. The album consists of hundreds and hundreds of samples. The entire album is just built off of samples. And to know that he spent hours, hours and hours a week in vinyl shops, just collecting you know, jazz vinyls, funk vinyls, soul vinyls, and basically even movie soundtracks to create, just an album like that like you said it's a puzzle it, it's and it's mind
1: blowing dude it's it's crazy like you have to have such a good ear for what works and what doesn't you know yeah you can't just like throw it together and press buttons like most people say like you you have to actually know what you're doing and and you, you give anyone that kind of stuff that kind of equipment that doesn't know how to do it they they <laughs> i can guarantee you give them a guitar they can do it better than they can do that you know what i mean oh 100% so
0: well, and i think too like I don't know maybe this is just you know my user experience background kicking in but the amount of data Like the metadata that you have to deal with like this sound wave is gonna go with this sound wave Like how he had to organize that.
1: Especially to, back then too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just or, organizing that just sounds crazy to me but that album has definitely was definitely slid into my DMs. I, it's a
1: very very good album. There's a reason why it's a classic, but yeah, yeah it's. I, I need to give it a, a little bit more in depth listen, but just from the I listened to like six songs or something off, and it was it was great. I was loving it. it was yeah. Awesome,
0: so. What's well, so fun? Cause like it, I've heard people describe it almost as like a movie soundtrack. It's not doesn't have any like hooks or choruses. It's just
1: sound. Like it's just music. Yeah. It's pure music, and it's it's a jam dude. Yeah, that's that's awesome. It's so like rich in culture too when you have that many different influences coming in
0: yeah
1: and creating an album like there's so much different stuff he has to be inspired by like he's probably just like into all these different kinds of music you know like mm. all sorts of different types of art forms like he seems like you know ba- making something like that you have to be a very diverse person and what you're interested in you know
0: Well, i respect that a-, a lot as an artist because i mean you listen i haven't listened to his other albums too much but you can kind of see an evolution like he you know this was more of a you know sampling hip-hop kind of trip-hop album but then you see him go into house and some of his later records he's just I don't know I don't know much about DJ shadow himself but this album introducing very cool I seriously so cool it's always fun to discover a classic but how about you man like what what's your highlight
1: Uh, my highlight is a link to the past the uh, Super Nintendo library or whatever kind of opened up on the Switch last week and uh, with Link's Awakening coming out this weekend I figured it'd be nice to dive back into Link's of the Past which is a game I've beaten a couple of times it's been a long time since I've beaten it but um it's just it's such a good game and when you play this zelda game you can see where all the inspiration for the games after come from you know because mm-hmm. i feel like this is where they finally started to master their formula in 1992 when this game came out which is crazy that game is as old as me you know mm-hmm. like, that's crazy to think about and and there there are people still following that same formula and then the zelda formula like still works so well and all because it started with Link to the Past,
0: you know? Well, I'd even say that Link to the Past kind of... I mean, the original Legend of Zelda, of course, was, excuse me, very important, but I think Link to the Past kind of solidified, this is Zelda. Yeah, the common tropes. This this is what we're going to do.
1: Zelda, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Even down to, like, the soundtrack and the characters, like, all of it, I mean, as someone that played Ocarina of Time first, that's what it reminds me of, is Ocarina of Time. Mm Mm-hmm everything kind of goes back to that. You can see where they got a lot of their inspiration for Raccoon Time, you know, which many lot is the greatest game of all time, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I I just, I think it's really cool to kind of go back in a time capsule and play a game like that and still see how well it works. Oh, for sure. And how timeless that game really is, you know, and it's going to be good now and 20 years from now, you know what I mean? It's one of those timeless classics, for sure.
0: And I think that... You know, like you said, it's fun then, it was fun then, it's fun now, and it'll be fun forever. I think that's a true like, testament as to what games really are the best games ever. Oh, yeah. Like, I I don't know, maybe this is petty, but I hate it when people say, oh, it's so popular, you know, that makes it the best game ever. Oh, I made this much money, that's why it's the best game like ever. Like
1: World of Warcraft or <laughs> Fortnite. Well,
0: even like, I don't know, maybe I'm making a bold claim here, but I even feel like, I, Tetris, for example, I think Tetris, super influential, like, I'm not talking down that game's influence, but, and it will be fun forever, of course, but I mean, like, I don't know, like, I think other people take into the account that, you know, it's sold this many copies, it's been on this many platforms, but, I don't know, don't discredit, you know, Link to the Past, just because it was on the Super Nintendo, and maybe it's not as, you know, crazy well-known as Tetris, I don't know. I'm kind of talking off the cuff right now. No, I, I I, I love that. Tetris, but do you, do you see what I'm saying? Maybe no, Tetris I totally is a bad example.
1: Say. I mean, Tetris is it, it, it's a cool game that is very diverse in how you approach it and like how you want to play it. You know, a lot of it's it's a puzzle game, right? Yeah. But it's all random and didn't take nearly the the time or effort that something like Link to the Past would take. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To create something that cohesive um, with this beautiful art and sprite work with these characters the, the amazing soundtrack with such limited software too on the super nintendo like to mm-hmm. make it sound that good um there's just a lot of things that, that really work and it's just a, another game to add to the the like instant classics that exist on super nintendo like it's when you really look at the Super Nintendo, I I think it's the best console ever oh, for sure with those games. So, we could do a, a whole episode just talking about oh, the yeah, Super sure Nintendo. Do. I love those games, you know, and But yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying though. Like when you look at something like PUBG, you know, it, it's like it was a cool concept and idea.
0: It was definitely influential. I mean, it yeah. influenced a ton of Yeah, Tetris was a bad example. I'm I'm sorry if I hurt anybody's I mean, feelings, I think it makes yeah. sense, <laughs> sense
1: cuz it's, th- these are influential games but not for the same way that games like you know Zelda are or you know Chrono Trigger or other like timeless classics that have been on these Nintendo consoles because they it's a, there's a whole there's diff- so many different aspects of the game they have to create mm-hmm. you know like with the development team whereas PUBG and Tetris it's pretty linear as to what your experience is going to be yeah even though I mean I I guess I just said that you know you have options on how you approach your Tetris puzzle but the concept is mainly the same you Mm -hmm. know the the, the experience is mainly the same it's the same with like a game like PUBG or Apex Legends like you you have random things that happen but for the most part you know it, it didn't take these millions of you know not millions but tons of people on this development team creating all these different aspects of the game yeah you know what I mean like that's that says something, I think, and I think it's more impressive when you can make a game that has a cohesive story, music, um, and characters, and a world to, to, to play in, that kind of thing, so.
0: Kind of, it kind of creates a whole experience, you know? Yeah. No, I definitely agree, like, that's why games like Super Mario 64, you know, Legend, I mean, Link to the Past, um, and for me, you know, even like, you know, Half-Life 2. I mean, it's Half-Life 2 might not be the best example. It's a bit dated, but for me, I can pick up those games back in the day and pick them up now and still have so much fun with them. yeah. But, um, you know, before we (laughs) keep talking about that, um, I kind of want to talk about a topic that I've had in mind, especially with you and your recent experiences. But I want to dive into anime and particularly why anime probably isn't as weird as people think I mean I think people are justified thinking it's weird, of course, especially yeah. people that haven't had experiences with it before but um, The reason I want to talk to you about it Nick is because you've kind of I don't want to say conversion I think that words a bit too strong, but you've definitely Kind of become more of a fan of anime. Oh, yeah, like what got you there? I guess
1: um, I think I just, I've always known a lot of people that say it's so good and, like, people that I, I trust their opinions, you know what I mean? And I, I think growing up, I just thought it was weird because you have all this, like, overly sexualized, like, women and, like... Yeah. Um, really, like, kind of kiddish themes sometimes. And I think that as an 18-year-old, that was very much just, like, this skater kid that thought that, you know, like... Bless the Fall was the coolest band ever like <laughs> I was just like this is like baby stuff I just I can't this is for weird you mm-hmm. know kids that spend too much time on you know playing on their computer with like I don't know I don't it's just a, there's a weird stereotype around it I think it's just what it was and mm-hmm. um, but yeah as I've grown older though and, and become more open to different types of media and different types of music whatever art forms um, I've met a lot of people that have just praised anime you know and yeah and the first one I watched was actually Cowboy Bebop oh gosh Um, and that was because of Zoe at work talking about how how great she thought that was Uh, and the way she talked about the character Spike I was like that sounds really cool like I'm interested Mm -hmm. and uh yeah, ever since I started that, like, I, it opened my world. <laughs> and, uh, I, I love anime now. It's it's awesome. It, it's very niche. It's definitely, like, there's a lot of crap to wade through. There's oh, 100%. A, lot, lots of yeah. pornography. Yeah, there's lots of weird stuff <laughs> in the anime sphere. But, um... But there's some true gems, for sure.
0: And I think that's what detracts from anime, kind of like you were saying. Because even me growing up watching, you know, Hayao Miyazaki and, you know, the Pokemon original cartoon. Yeah. Which I... Pokemon definitely was my entryway into the world of anime. Yeah, Yeah. because I've always loved
1: Pokemon, but I just never tied it with anime, I guess. It was always just like, (laughs) these these are fun video games, but... Yeah. Yeah. But I think definitely, like... Especially
0: in high school, like... And I... Again, I'm not... You know, calling anybody out by any means, but there's definitely a, a subculture to anime that you know takes some acclimating to. You know, oh, yeah. like it definitely takes a bit to get used to it. But I think you can be your own person and love anime. Like I've known some people that I would have never expected. Like, oh my, you like you like Spirited Away? I would have had, I would have never guessed. Granted, yeah. that movie's super universal. A lot of yeah. people have seen and that not, movie. And not, not quite technically anime. I mean, not... Like, I guess anime meaning just Japanese Japanese, animation. Like, Japanese cartoons. Because I guess you have a point. Like, you have your anime movies. Like, you know, your name, Spirited Away. But then you have your anime, you know, like, manga. And, Mm -hmm. you know, your series and stuff. So, no, and I think both are... Similar, but they're pretty different. Like I think some people are way into the manga, and other people are more into like the cinematic mm-hmm. movies,
1: for sure. I think they're both awesome, honestly. I think they're they're both great. I mean, it, it you have to again, you have to wade through the crap to get it. But I mean, Hayao Miyazaki, like, the, ah man, like his, his his work is it's so good, so good. And like as an adult, it just it just speaks so much more as someone, once you have experienced life a little bit, yeah. and you watch a Hayao Miyazaki movie, you just you just realize that he just gets it, you know? That he mm-hmm. understands, like, the meaning of life, and there, there's very, there's, I mean, when you find art like that, especially when you're, you're trying to make it through your 20s, which isn't always the easiest thing in the world, like, that that's always refreshing, you know? And yeah. that's part of why I, I've loved like everything I've watched with him, even though it has seemed very kiddish and ridiculous at times. Like, I love Hayao Miyazaki stuff, for sure. Well, I think that's kind of the
0: main appeal. I mean, you have, I think with the manga, for example, like your series, you have, you know, Samurai Shampoo, Cowboy Bebop. I think the draw for me to those are the characters, like, You know, getting to know Mugen and Samurai Champlo, he's such a likable and cool character. Spike and Cowboy Bebop, you know, even Ichigo from Bleach. I mean, Bleach is a shonen anime, and those are crazy, ridiculous,
1: wacky, super long animes, but... Well, it's the same appeal as, like, Dragon Ball. I feel like Dragon Ball has this, like, similar thing with his characters, too. You know, people just love those hyperbole, kind of crazy... They're iconic. Yeah. And I definitely think those characters draw you in,
0: but I think below the characters even, like, I, again, I don't know about the manga too much, but I think, like, when it comes to the movies of anime, I don't know what it is, but I feel like Japanese animators, they are not afraid to go deep. They're not, like, that's the thing that's so refreshing to me about anime. It's not your run-of-the-mill classic, you know, cartoon where, oh, these cutesy typical characters have a problem and they solve it. I don't, like, I... Like, I feel like anime, animated movies, Japanese animated movies, they dive into real-life topics. They even get existential. They make you think about life, time, and, you know, what really matters in the world.
1: world. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that one thing that's cool about anime, going back to, like, the manga side of things, I love how, because we we have Marvel movies in the U.S., right? We have these adaptations of, like, comic books um, into movies, and very... Rarely does that movie even follow the comic book. It's usually oh, yeah. just some story written by some other dude.
0: That probably hasn't even read the comic. Yeah, yeah. he just
1: wants to make a story that's that's appeasable to, to families or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but anime is cool because they they take these characters directly out of their manga and then they draw them up and animate them, and then the stories are usually very closely followed, um, yeah. much closer anyway than than American comics comic books. So I think it's really cool that they're, they 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 kind of value the source material a little more mm-hmm. than like, it's not just about, you know, corporate, you know, corporations making money off of like someone like Iron Man or Spider-Man, like mm-hmm. it's a whole other topic, but, um, but anime, they, they just, they, they take these characters and they, they care about, you know, their their vision and how they carry that out. And they want to give people who are really dedicated to these characters, they want to give them something that they really enjoy, you know? yeah and I, I love that and I've I, I, yeah I've just really enjoyed a lot of those uh those manga manga based animes more than I've enjoyed like Marvel movies or whatever so
0: for sure well and I think you kind of hit it right on the head you know there's so much more heart you know like you, you feel the creator's passion for their work and like you even like Pixar recently disappointingly enough like they're great movies I mean like baseline of great movies, but recently like Finding Dory for example, um, even The Incredibles 2, they're just kind of rote, you know, like nothing new, you expect what's going to happen, and there's no development really. It's like copy and paste first movie, let's make a second movie, and even from movie to movie, like you talked about (laughs) Black Panther and Thor, I'm sorry people, but those movies have the, the same, story. same story. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they have the same story. And I'm, I've i said that to people and they're like, what are you talking about? Thor is so much more wacky. And I'm like, it, it, yes, the tones are different, but bottom line, they, they, they the follow the same archety- like character archetypes like character archetypes and everything. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that, once I saw that, you know, when I watched Thor, Ragnarok and Black Panther, I was like, well, is this, is this what, you know, we've come to in America? Like this is this is what we are paying money to see, you know? Yeah. And that, honestly, that could have been part of my uh, ascension to anime, too. Like, <laughs> I, I hate American media. Like, <laughs> let's get into something that's a little more cool and a little more, you know, refreshing and unique. Because um, yeah. it's so hard to find that, I feel like. We, we live in such a watered-down um, entertainment world today. And you have to, to find stuff that's really good. You have to dig into, like, the depths. Even with, like, with, music or any other art form, you have to really get in there and, like, get your hands dirty and find something that you really enjoy, you know? Well, I think even anime, like like you mentioned, some of the
0: tropes you have hypersexualized women, and even you know, ultra violence sometimes, and pretty pretty cringy dialogue. Like, there's definitely some negative tropes with anime, but like Nick said, like I mean, like you said, sorry, talking to the microphone, talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> Oops, getting used to this. But like you said, like you, um I don't know. You have to dig, you have to sift, and you have to find stuff, and Yes, like there's good media still here in America, like it's waning, but there's still some good stuff coming out of Hollywood, very rare, but with anime, I feel like there's just so much more life, there's so much more originality and so much more creativity that you can find, and it's honestly inspiring, like, watching Your Name this weekend, I know that's a super
1: popular animated movie, anime movie, but... Made me cry. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That's such a good movie. Like it... There's been multiple, especially like on the, in the Hayao Miyazaki realm, things that have made me cry, you know, that I've watched. Like Princess Mononoke, that's the one that makes me tear up every time. You know what I mean? That movie is so important. Yeah. That movie is so good. It's so good. So good. But, yeah, I mean, I think that coming away, though, um, recommendations for anime, I will always recommend, like, Cowboy Bebop semi Shampoo um and then one punch man is like probably my favorite anime i love one punch man <laughs> speaking, speaking of anime tropes the thing that i love
0: about one punch man i need to finish it still that show is just a satire yeah it just makes anime. honestly
1: <laughs> you really look at it and yeah. it makes fun of american like superheroes like yeah it makes fun of superhero tropes and i love that because i'm always ripping on marvel movies for being boring and just i'm sick of seeing three of them every year like it's getting pretty old, so... <laughs> well, it's
0: even funny because, like, it plays on anime tropes, too. Like, it yeah. makes fun of, you know, like, the... I, I like to call it kind of like the Goku Syndrome, just a super powerful character that nothing can happen to. It just flips that on its head, and it's like, hey, maybe it's not that cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be super powerful, you know? It's awesome. Yeah, I love it. And, like, that's, that's the cool thing about anime. Like, I definitely... Like, any art form, I think you have to... I mean... I wouldn't go as far as like comparing it to Death Grips because Death Grips does take a lot of oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of. That's getting... another topic. For <laughs> it, a day. Yeah, it takes a lot <laughs> of getting used to, but I feel like anime like once you dive in, you're not gonna come out, and it's good. Yeah, like it's totally worth it. It's great, and
1: there's so, there's so much too. There's I mean again there's stuff to sift through for sure, but there's also so much good, so much good stuff in there.
0: Yeah, I think my recommendations just to kind of finish off. Um, I'm i I'm, I'm more of a the movie kind of um, Japanese anime person. I've seen more animated movies than shows, but um, definitely anything by Hayao Miyazaki, you really can't go wrong. Oh, <laughs> like you, you, can't go wrong with anything. My favorite, um, you mentioned Princess Mononoke, and that's probably my favorite too. But I think to just spice it up some more, I think um, How's Moving Castle okay. great. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a really good one.
1: That movie is so cute. <laughs> yeah, well I mean it tells yeah. a really important message too about self worth and and being who you are, you know? And,
0: you know, loving people for who they are, not just their, yeah. you know, superficial aspects. You see people for their core qualities. Absolutely. And I think too, and maybe just cause I've, you know, come off the cuffs of watching this movie, but if you haven't seen Your Name, like...
1: Yeah, I need to watch it. I to watch
0: it's it. cheesy, it's definitely cheesy. Like it's a, um, and some things don't, like the story kind of fumbles a bit in the middle, but... It, it's so cute. Yeah, I'll, I'll check <laughs> it out for such sure. such a cute movie. Like, um, Juan was right. Like, he... It seems like a good one to watch with a girl, honestly. Yes. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, a good one to watch with a girl.
0: It's one of the few that I could get Kara to watch with me. Yeah. And she liked it too. Like, it's it's a love story. So, I mean, yeah, definitely yeah. a cute movie to watch with a girl. And, um, it's, it's a great, great movie. I, I love your name. But, um, yeah, to top it off, um, anime is not weird like it, it's it the, is weird but it's good it yes it, it's it's weird but it's good and it's worth diving into for sure yes, it's worth the weirdness and yeah um speaking of diving in we're gonna you know talk about more topics you know in the next few podcasts coming up we're still trying to get a feel for this so like my voice was kind of cracking during that last bit i apologize for that <laughs> i didn't even notice yeah But yeah, thanks guys for listening, and we'll dive into something new next time. Bye.
1: See ya.